podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Thursday the 26th of January. Man United have given themselves a great chance of reaching Wembley after beating Nottingham Forest 3-0 at the City Ground in the League Cup semi-final first leg. An early goal from Marcus Rashford, his 10th in 10 games, followed by a first goal for the club for loan signing Woot Weghorst, gave United a 2-0 lead at half-time. A late Bruno Fernandes goal wrapped it up. Morgan Gibbs-White picked up an injury for Forest, no indication on how long he'll be out for just yet though. Everton winger Anthony Gordon was absent from training for a second successive day as rumours grow about an imminent exit from the club. Newcastle and Chelsea are thought to be interested in Gordon. Meanwhile, Sean Dyche is now favourite to take over the Everton manager's job and is thought to be keen on replacing Frank Lampard. And Arsenal are actively looking to sign a midfielder before the transfer window shuts on Tuesday. The injury to Mohamed Elneny means there is no direct cover for Thomas Partey. There have been links with Martin Zubamendi at Real Sociedad, but there's been no direct contact between the clubs as of yet. Those are your headlines. OK then, let's start with United at Nottingham Forest last night. League Cup semi-final first leg, comfortable 3-0 win for Manchester United. Here is Daniel Storey. He is chief football writer of the I newspaper and a Nottingham Forest supporter. I think it was an evening on which Forest's season as a whole was kind of reinforced. They've been poor against the best teams in the league, against Arsenal, against Man City, against Newcastle and, and Man United now twice. They've, they've failed to score and they've, they've shipped goals. And the reality is, is that both ends of the pitch, they are still lacking. Uh, I think they have a threat on the counter-attack with Morgan Gibbs-White and with Brennan Johnson, um, who are comfortably the two best attacking players. But they quite often struggle to convert the, the, the areas into which they get the ball into clear-cut chances, and that was a problem tonight. Uh, and then at the other end of the pitch, they have almost exclusively slow centre-backs which isn't necessarily a problem when, when Forrest defend deep and then counter and soak up pressure as they've done in the last few weeks. But when they come up against extreme pace, a la Marcus Rashford, um, yeah, they're found wanting, um, particularly when the fullbacks are high at the pitch and Serge Aurier is a fullback who likes to get high at the pitch. And, and that left Joe Warren and Remo Froehler to deal with Rashford and it didn't work. Um, I think the scoreline was probably slightly harsh on Forrest because I think between goals one and two, they were the better team, but if you don't take those chances, then they are not defending well enough to get, um, you know, to stay in the game thereafter. Um, the worst moment of the night, by a long way, was Morgan Gibbs White's uh, injury towards the end of the game, and that really could be uh, impacting for the rest of the season. That was Daniel Story, chief football writer of the I newspaper. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, good to get a Forest perspective on that. From a United point of view, I thought they were pretty good. I thought. They didn't need to be any any more than pretty good. Forrest were wide open at times during that game. Marcus Rashford scored early and it didn't really feel like it was going to change after that. It felt like United were probably going to score again. Forrest had a good spell in the first half of around maybe 20 minutes, but it always felt like United were dangerous. Daniel mentioned it in the, in the note there. Uh, Forrest do have slow centre-backs and there were moments in that first half in particular where Serge Aurier was nowhere to be seen and it was just Rashford against Joe Worrell. I mean, Joe Worrell, he, he's a good defender, but he, he really doesn't have the pace to go near someone like Rashford. And and it just seemed like a bizarre choice. And it seemed to take uh, St- Steve Cooper just 
quite a long time to react to that. And I was surprised by that because he is a good manager. But anyway, Forrest scored. It was just allowed for offside, probably correctly. Uh, and United went on to win it. Now they've got a, a home leg, which they can probably afford to rest a few players. So a good night for United. Disappointing for Forrest. But as Daniel mentioned there, the Gibbs-White injury could be the, the biggest disappointment from that night. Because he was outstanding last night and has been very, very good this season. So they really don't want him to be missing any sort of, uh, any sort of time. Okay, moving on. Anthony Gordon looks like he's probably going to be leaving Everton. He's missed training for a second consecutive day. There was a lot of talk about him joining Chelsea last summer. It didn't quite work out. £50 million bid was rejected. I wonder if Mashiri at Everton wishes he'd accepted that now, but who knows? But it's normally a bad indication if he's missing training as often as he is. Now, we don't know the ins and outs of it. He could have a genuine reason for missing training. But when there's all this transfer talk around somebody and they're missing training as well, it, it normally doesn't end well. Um, unless you want him out, in which case it does end well. But I think he'll probably be leaving. He stagnated almost entirely this season. He was really good last season. He, and at the start of this season, he showed a couple of glimpses, but he's not had any sort of consistency. I think he is a good player, and I think he just needs maybe a fresh set of surroundings. So hold tight on that one. Arsenal, meanwhile, looking to sign a midfielder. And this is the problem that Arsenal have got, is is the squad depth. If you've got no Thomas Partey, you'd normally have Elneny, who's a very solid player. But it looks like he could be out for the rest of the season. That's the fear at Arsenal. And if they're going to be serious about this title challenge, and it is still a challenge, you know, it's, it's not as if this Premier League is theirs to be lost, because there's a long way of the season to go yet. And we know what Man City are like. You know, they can just reel off 10 in a row. So that, that can happen. So if they're serious about winning this and maintaining this transfer challenge, it's all about getting some more bodies in the building, some more squad depth. They've done it at centre-back. They signed a new player yesterday at centre-back. And now they're looking to do the same thing in midfield. It completely makes sense. Uh, as I say, the player I mentioned there, Martin Zubamendi, that's just from the Times newspaper. I, I don't know anything about it, obviously. But that's the only name that I've seen linked so far. But they'll have to get a move on because Tuesday the transfer window closes. All right, that's all we've got time for. I'll be back same time, same place tomorrow on more Whistleblowers Daily. Podcast Network.